This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Great to have you. Lots to get to, lots to talk about. We've got the State of the Union address coming up tonight. And again, I realize that some of you get the show after the State of the Union. We are live before the State of the Union. I'll be watching it right, right when I get off of work here. So I'm wondering, just right up front, Sam will take a lot of calls this half hour, and then we'll have uh, Ezra Levant at the bottom with the latest on the, the trucker protest. It, is that mandate still in place? Do you still have to get a vaccine? Why did Justin Trudeau change from I'm going to shut down the banking and take all your money into the all of a sudden he changed. What happened that made him do that? And um, and what's the end result? And how about police? You know, shooting tear gas at journalists and and going and talking about being jackbooted and and attacking people. It, very strange because I'm a huge supporter of police, and so is Ezra. We talk about all that at the bottom of the hour, but not before we we take calls on the State of the Union. Now, Carrie, it's normally pretty easy. When I we, we do this with the State of the Union, and if it's somebody that the people don't like, they they I'll say, hey, what do you want them to say tonight? And they'll say, mm-hmm. I resign. Okay, well, that, okay, <laughs> yeah, that's boring. That. You know what I mean? Yeah, we get that all yeah. the time. So I, I literally want people who are listening to call in and tell me, what do you need Joe Biden, who's going to be the president after tonight? Um, what do you need him to say tonight to make you feel better about Ukraine or the economy or hyperinflation or the gas prices or or whatever? I mean, what do you need him to say? I mean, it would be remarkable. I'll tell you right up front what I want him to say is that we're going we're gonna to finish the Keystone XL pipeline. We're going to become energy independent. I disagree with Trump on a lot, but we had that right during those four years. This is the way that we combat a bad guy like Putin. I would like to, to hear him say something policy-wise that makes sense. You think he's going to say that, Kerry? You think? I absolutely do not think he will say that tonight. Nope. Is he going to say something stupid like we need to increase our amount of green energy? In, in, in uh, light sure of what they're doing, will be mentioned. Absolutely, yes, it will. You know, the State of the Union address is normally held on what day of the week? Do you know? Uh, Tuesday. It's Taco Tuesday. That's right. Well, Way to go, Carrie. Not. Way to go. Yeah, come on, Crap. come on. <laughs> Let's go. I've got my tacos, my radio. Taco. A little salsa. I'm ready to go. It's a taco. Right, Carrie? No. Let's go. Yeah, sing it, Marky Mark. Uh huh. Now, me and Polo, we like the hot sauce. Uh huh. That's me. Let her have it. This is dumb. I've been kissing your rear end on this one. I've got to change this one. I've got to. Hey, listen. Delete that. Be nice to the girl. I'm not being nice to the girl. (laughs) Nah, we're not going to be nice to the girl. Come on. It's Taco Tuesday on the Joe Pat Show. I'm eating tacos with Polo. 
Ajá. Let's go, Polo. Taco. My man. Oh, Actually, that was, that was, yeah, go ahead. The taco. Oh, come on, come on, really? Really? No. Mike, 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 I'm going to need, I'm going to need the taco from now on. I have to play that over and over on a loop. Taco. Well, we have to add the in front of everything now because it, it makes sense. Um, okay, so tonight, and it's 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. I need to know what it is you want to hear him say. And, and I'll give it to you again, exactly what I'm thinking. Um, I want the guy, look, stop, disabuse yourself from the, from the idea that he's just not going to be the president after tonight. That's dumb. He's going to be. Um, again, uh, I believe there was election fraud. Was there enough to, to, to give Trump the win? We're slowly but surely starting to find out there was an awful lot of election fraud, especially in like Maricopa County and in all of Arizona. I saw a news report a couple of days ago, 200,000 ballots are now in question. That means Arizona would have been Trump's rather easily, by the way. Um, so yeah, there's still questions about that, but you're not going to hear Biden say, you know, I think I lost. That's not going to happen. You're not going to hear Biden say, let's go back to the Trump policies and everything. That's not going to happen. But what do you think he can say that he'll get away with for those who are on his side, generally speaking, the progressive left, and those of us who are conservative can say, yeah, at least that'll be better than what we're dealing with now. I, I'll be honest with you. I don't think he's going to say anything that will make me happy. I don't. I don't think he's going to say anything that will satisfy me um, to fix, even in the smallest way, the horrible policies he's put in place so far. I don't. I don't anticipate that. But I want to be surprised. Listen, Bill Clinton. No. Oh, hold on a second. I'll get to okay. you in a second. Because th- okay. this, is, this is, I want people to remember, Bill Clinton was the president not that awfully long ago. Okay, 27, 28 years ago. When he started doing this, the State of the Union addresses. He literally, in a State of the Union address, talked about how we have to close the southern border and stop illegal immigration. Bill Clinton said that. I wasn't a Bill Clinton guy, but I was happy he said that. Carrie, go ahead. I was going to say that Nancy Pelosi would not be very happy. I think she was on MSNBC today and was talking about how the president's work is very misunderstood and that the State of the Union address is going to be really important because it's going to provide him an opportunity to talk about everything he wants to talk about and that... As a country, we should be blessed to have him as president. Has she or has she not been crack tested lately? <laughs> I don't know. I, well, I mean, she's an elected official. We, we should probably get a, a, a good crack test. Yeah. So I know that Chip Roy is not going to go. He's literally not going. Can you do me a favor and check your vast resources and see how many Republicans are not going to go tonight? I will check. I think they should go and start the Let's Go Brandon chant. I think they should go and, and, and you know, sit there on their hands and, and show their disapproval for what he's doing. I think if a bunch of Republicans don't go and a bunch of conservatives don't go, it's going to sound like the whole place is applauding for the guy. And Nancy Pelosi, there's something wrong with her. Remember, she's the one that tore up the State of the Union address that Trump gave. Who the hell does she think she is? See, if I were a member of Congress, and God forbid I will never be a member of Congress, but if I were, I would try to get the verbatim of the speech and tear it up before he gets to the end. Just stand up and start ripping that sucker in half. You know what I mean? Mm. Do you have anything saying who's not going to go tonight? I just, well, I the Blaze has something. Um, we know GOP Representative Thomas Massey of Kentucky tweeted, uh, he won't be going. I'm healthy, so I won't be taking a test for COVID, so I won't be attending the State of the Union. Right. Uh, Representative Chip Roy of Texas will not be going. 
GOP reps Mary Miller of Illinois, Bob Good of Virginia, Matt Rosendale of Montana, Andrew Clyde of Georgia also will not attend the speech, according to the Daily Caller. Uh, let's see. Are they all saying that because of the COVID testing? There's a requirement that you prove that you've gotten a COVID uh, a shot. Yeah, a few of them are saying a few of them are saying that. Um, the others did not give a did not give a reason. I'm telling you, I would go. No, I would not. I would not take the injection. I'm not going to get the shot, but I would go uh, and I would make them force me or, or you know push me away and not not let me in. And, uh, and and if I did get in somehow, and I should be able to. I mean, especially with the CDC backing off of the stupid guidelines. Um, I would tear up the speech. Why not? Why not? Mm-hmm. Now, you think he's going to be lucid tonight? Do, do you do you at all see a difference in him? Like some days he's just completely like he can't say a sentence. Other days it's like he's um, fine. I'm going to say I think they're going to, they've been trying very hard to keep him on task for tonight. Well, we haven't seen the guy much um, past few days. I think there's a lot of rehearsal. I think there's a lot of, of um, him going over and over and over this. If he goes off the teleprompter at all tonight, he's done. He's done. He can't do what Trump does. I mean, Trump goes off teleprompter, starts cursing, he starts pointing at people, waving at people. You know, he just, he, 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 he's a natural, you know, spotlight guy. Whereas Joe Biden used to be, but he's not anymore. And if this guy goes off a teleprompter at all, he's screwed. Even when he's reading teleprompter, he gets the words wrong that he should know. So it's going to be interesting to watch. I, I don't think he's going to say anything that will get me, a conservative guy who didn't want him to be the president, I don't think he's going to get me to be happy about anything he says. I think that he'll go far off the left wing here tonight. I think he probably, when he talks about energy and gas prices, he'll blame Putin and Putin's bad and blah, blah, blah. Putin shouldn't do that. And uh, he's going to talk about the effectiveness of the, of the, uh, the sanctions, which have not shown any effectiveness yet. He's going to talk about the, str- the strength of the... Of the um, Ukrainian people, but I don't think he's going to say anything that'll make me feel better about our, our energy issues right now, our financial issues right now, our hyperinflation issues right now. And he's not he's certainly going to say anything that's going to scare Vlad. Not going to do that. So um, I actually sent this to Sam earlier. See, I'll give some inside baseball here. The process is when I do the interview, Sam will grab a, a screenshot to make a thumbnail out of. And a thumbnail, for those who don't know, is when you go to a website like YouTube or, or Rumble or whatever, you'll see a picture, and that picture should entice you to click on the video so you can watch it. Now, I don't, I don't upload anything to uh, YouTube anymore. I, I, I did for a while, but I have it now for months, and I'm not going to. Oh, oddly, I got a YouTube message from a guy last night who said that my coworkers all hate me. And... um. It was, it was so, it was, they, they, you guys all hate me and I treat you like garbage and why would Carrie ever stay on that show? A couple of things. Polo and I have been working together almost 17 years. Carrie and I have been working together about 15 years. Sam has known me her entire life, created her. And uh, Monica's my sister, my little sister. And CJ, who's also on staff, is my eldest daughter. So if they all hate me, that's news to me because I didn't, I did, and, and you know, you know what I mean. I just, I, I don't understand why people think that that somehow is effective. People, I don't know. I have no idea. The assumption so, is wrong, though. Very, very. Wrong. So anyway, so we make the thumbnails, right? And Sam is like, "Okay, what do you think about this one?" And 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 one of the ones that I sent her for the for the last one, um, for, with Jeff Atticott was, "Why are Vlad's panties in a wad?" I think that would have been good. People would have clicked on that. No. <laughs> Probably, yes. Why not? But that was a good one. I think think we're going to go with here's why Putin is invading, but we could have gone with the other one, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, probably so. It is 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com, if you'd rather email me. Carrie, historically, when I was a journalist for a living, 
Uh, it, won, it won a lot of awards. It was crazy. Just like I was what? like, really? I won more? I won you more awards? I go to work. They're like, hey, here's an award. AP. Boom. Uh, don't. Um, I'm like, yeah, that's that's crazy. I didn't realize that that <laughs> was such a good live shot. I didn't realize that. But um, mm-hmm. I hated when they would give you the state of the city address before they did it. They would give yeah. you the state of the union address before they did it. Is the verbatim out already? Do we already know what he's going to say? I hate yes. that. And the whole lead up. Yeah, I have some excerpts if you'd like. Or, well, I don't want the excerpts. I don't. Okay. But but let me ask you this, because I, I really do want to watch it and I want to hear him say it. Does he go where I say? Does he talk about green energy? About how that's going to replace the oil that we need? Um, not that I have seen. I've just actually seen the ones he's talking about Ukraine. Okay. All right. And again, I don't want to put that out there because I'm going to go watch the, the State of the Union. Uh, I've got the DVR set. Get the long drive home. A lot of traffic tonight. And then uh, we'll, um, oh, me too. we'll watch it. Are you going to be okay? You all right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be Plus, tough. I'm running low on gas. I hope I can make it. But um, it, it, for me, I want to sit there and watch him deliver it. I want to take it as it's being delivered. I've never understood why it's sent out first. And what they'll do is they'll send it out and they'll put it, the word embargo on it. So they'll send it out. They'll say embargoed until such and such a time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, no. Why did you give it out? Don't give and I guess the idea was so that the journalist can prepare the story for right when the, the, the speech is over. No, yeah, let me watch sense, the speech right? and then I'll report yeah. on it. Yeah. You know, I, I, don't, I don't understand that. So I don't know what's going to be on beforehand. I'm not watching any of the coverage, obviously, and um, because I'm a little busy, a little working, a little jobby job. Um, so I, I'm, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to take it in as, it as it goes. Now, I at one point, probably 10 years ago, when Obama was still in office, I was uh, I would watch this the State of the Union address and I would live Facebook about it. Just kept on making Facebook comments on oh, it to the yeah, point to where people I were like, that. "Please, please stop! Stop! Please yeah, stop yeah. it! Please yeah, stop don't doing do this! Don't. I'm gonna unfollow you if you don't stop." I'm like, "Unfollow me, mom. Whatever." So I mean, I was <laughs> wasn't just your mom. I was so into it. I was like, <laughs> as he was saying words, I would like I would what? contradict him immediately. They're like, "Yeah, knock it off." Uh, all right, uh, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. What do you think he'll say, and what do you want him to say when we come back? Stay here. Don't be an A-dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Great to have you. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com, J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot C-O-M. Great stories written there by the writing staff now. Make sure you go check those out. Links to the videos uh, from the previous shows. Make sure you go there and make that happen as well. Sign up for the newsletter by clicking on newsletter and scroll down to the bottom. You can uh, click on contact and that email will come right to me. Write me a two-page email. I'm not going to answer you. i probably just say, okay, knock it off. Send me one sentence. But uh, if it's short and sweet, right to the point, I try to read all of them that I can. And, and a lot of you know I will respond. And if you're negative and nasty to me, the response, hey, Carrie, how's that response going to look? Uh, they're going to be gone. 
Could right. be negative and nasty as well. Um, I will be. I can be just as negative and nasty. I can be as negative and nasty as Carrie, but I can. I can, in fact, kick in. I'm just saying. I'm just saying because some days right. you're really just not very nice. I'm just going to put it. No, out that's there. not true. I'm uh, always, I don't know. Fifteen always years working with you, I'm pretty sure I know sweet. you a little better than you think. Sweet. Sweet. Yes, that is what I'm saying. I said sweet. No, yes. Hold on a second. Hold on. I am sweet. Hold on. I'm thinking. Dang it. What? Nope. No, I've never called you sweet in 15 years. I don't think I've ever used that term. No, you haven't. What do you have? Just say it. All right, uh, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. What do you want to hear the president say tonight? What does he need to say tonight? What do you really hope that he says? And what's the response going to be? That should be interesting as well. The clock is ticking. Congress is trying to reach another deal, another continuing resolution. Let's get some more taxpayer money. Let's just buy a bunch of stuff and spend a bunch of money we don't have. You can't do that. As an individual, if you're buried in bills, trying to keep up with all the credit cards, signature loans, internet loans, and timeshares, get off the treadmill. Get some total financial freedom. Get it right now. If you owe more than $10,000, the team at Total Financial has been doing a great job for 15 years now. Helping people like you solve their debts, cut payments in half. Give them a call right now. Ask them all the questions. Tell them them about your situation and then find out how they can help you out. 800-833-9444. 1-800-833-9444. Call now. Ask for the free book called Debt Dietitian. You get that book by mentioning my name. When you call the number, they're going to show you how to easily cut your payments. You're going to appreciate their team. They're like-minded individuals. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Zero complaints as well. Call Total Financial right now. 800-833-9444. Again, the number is one 800 833-9444. 833-9444. When you call, mention my name, Joe Pags, and uh, tell me you want that free book. Make that happen right now. Let me go to the phone lines. What do you guys expect tonight? A lot of people want to be heard on this one. Mike, what's going on? Hi. Hey, Joe. How are you? Living the dream, man. Talk to me. Uh, so I, wor- I work for the government. We got a, a letter email from our administrator today with a letter from the White House saying that uh, you know Joe Biden beat COVID, and, and that's why we don't have masks anymore. Um, Stop it! Starting the last couple. Stop days. it! So what? That's where. That's what's gonna. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Biden beat COVID. Yeah. Come on, man. Now, now, when you got that, did you think it was a joke? Did you ask who? All right, who sent me this? No, I I, I just saw the timing, you know, and I said, yeah, of course. Uh, so this is coming out when when everybody's dropping their mask mandates, and the CDC came out and said, all right, we're going to drop the mask mandates. You know, if you're under seventy five percent. Wow. So. All right, man. I appreciate it, Mike. Thank you. That's that's legitimately stupid. He did not beat COVID. In fact, he extended COVID because of the stupid mandates and how how unscientific they've been in their response. Uh, back at it, going to be Eric, New York. What's going on, Eric? Hi. Hey, Joe. Big fan, man. Love the show. Thanks, brother. Listen, man. What I want to hear tonight. The only thing I want to hear is a little bit about corn pop. The only thing that's going to make me feel better. You know, we're always going to have the corn pop. The only thing Biden's good for. Eric, listen. The only cor- thing Biden's good for. Corn pop was a bad man. He was a bad man, Eric. That's what I want to hear, Joe. Thank you. <laughs> Carrie wants to hear more about corn pop. Um, I'm going to say <laughs> no. I don't think so. He might. Hey, listen, drinking he... game tonight? Oh, What's what the is... drinking game tonight? What's he going to say that every time he says it, you got to take a shot of something? Boy. Um... Hmm. Inclusive? No, I don't know. Every time he whispers, you think he's gonna do a lot of whispering? Maybe that's good. that could be good. if he gets angry. He gets angry, angry tone. Okay. Or what about every uh, time he smirks? Every forgets his place. Uh, the, the smirk could be something because he does. He puts on. What, what, let's not call it the smirk. Let's call it the Joker smile when he puts on the full-on smile. Maybe that's the drinking game because I, hmm. I mean, he does the smirk, but then but so he'll go. I can't make my mouth that big. I don't know how he does it. 
So maybe that. All right, so Sam's saying whisper. Polo's saying the smirk. Carrie, you're saying which one? Well, I said maybe if he loses his place from the teleprompter. uh, Sam, you said the whisper? Yes. He's been reading teleprompters for 50 years, though, Carrie. I don't know that he's going to lose his place in the teleprompter, to be honest with you. Like I said, I think he's going to be on his game tonight. Uh, He's not going to say, come on, man, because he's not going to be ad-libbing. Is it live? Right, right. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Are you sure? Well, supposed to be. Well, I, we're not. I mean, there there were rumors that some of the things that allegedly were live before that he's done weren't. But uh, this one has to be because I think the Republicans in the chamber will immediately tweet out, this is not happening right now. So I think it would have to be tonight. That, that makes it even more special, I think. Good point. All right. We're going to check it out. That's for sure. Listen, when we come back, we have not heard much about the Canadian truckers in a long time. Suddenly, our main media here in America is not talking about it much. Why is that? And what happened with Justin Trudeau and his hard line? He was taking Ezra Levant when we come back. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pegg Show. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this young man back. He is the uh, the publisher of Rebel News Online. It's Ezra Levant. Ezra, how are you? Good to see you again. Thanks very much. Uh, last time we spoke, Canada was in the most dire civil liberties inferno, really in our history. It was the only time that the prime minister had invoked the Emergencies Act, which suspended many civil liberties. But in a surprise move, when it looked like he wouldn't be able to get his Emergencies Act passed by the Senate, he just immediately dropped it so he wouldn't lose face in a vote. I find that very hopeful, that there was more resistance to this um, martial law in Canada than was apparent on the surface. It seems that there were some, even in the Liberal Party, who said, whoa, this isn't how we do it in a democracy. So uh, we pulled back from the brink, but Trudeau enjoyed the taste of power too much. Remember, he was seizing and freezing hundreds of bank accounts of his political opponents with no court process. You give a guy that kind of power, even for a moment, it's sort of like the Lord of the Rings. They don't want to give up that ring, do they? No, they don't, certainly. And as we're watching it here in the United States, it was big news, top story. Of course, everybody who was doing the the protest was somehow a Confederate or they were somehow a, a racist, a white supremacist. And then you're interviewing people from Iran. You're interviewing people from the Sikh community. You're interviewing people who are black, brown, in between, women, men, everybody. And it turns out there were families out there, an extremely nonviolent protest that they tried to somehow relate to, again, white supremacy or some sort of a, a takeover of, uh, of the diversity of Canada. Of course, that wasn't going on. Ezra, I promise you when I say this, the next day it disappeared. We, we just haven't heard anything about Canada and mm-hmm. truckers in this country at all anymore. Now, I get that the media is complicit there, and most of the media is owned by the, is owned by the government, but our media here was complicit as well, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, CNN and MSNBC, they really uh, took the Trudeau narrative. Um, I don't think that narrative worked as well as it normally does, because so many people saw the trucker convoys with their own eyes. So the charges of racism just didn't stick. And they were they were sort of weird. Um, we actually have a reporter embedded on the American truckers convoy now. Right. Um, Jeremy Lafredo is freelancing for us. He started in California. He's making his way east. 
And he re he reports to us that some of the same things are happening. The media narrative that these are racist and that they're trying to incite violence. He said to me that there's all these truckers who have this message of you know freedom and peace, but there was some guy that none of them knew who wasn't a trucker who was going around talking to all the mainstream media outlets using language like we're going to strangle uh, Washington like a boa constrictor. Come on. And, and the way he reported it was that he thought this guy was an agent provocateur, sort of like, um, I think his name was Ray Epps. Who, Where is Ray Epps, by the way? We yeah. still can't talk to Ray Epps. Allegedly, he testified in front of the January 6th committee. We didn't see it. We didn't get the testimony. And without a doubt, we've got him on tape telling people, go in, man. You should go in and really break through. So, so the Confederate flag that I saw in Canada at that protest, was that an agent provocateur? Was that somebody who was part of it or not? Because we, we, I actually saw a piece of video with the truckers telling somebody, get out of here. We don't know who you are. What, yeah. what are you doing? Stop. Well, I mean, I got to tell you, of course, Canada is its own country and had nothing to do with the U.S. Civil War. Right. Um, of course. I mean, so, why does a rebel flag show up in Canada? It makes yeah, no it, sense. It makes no sense. It would be like having a Quebec separatist flag down in Texas. <laughs> right. Um, it just wouldn't compute. Right. So it was so obviously a, a setup because the media know what that is. And there were other similar accusations, but I just don't think those... Uh, had any purchase. And Trudeau ratcheted up his language. He called people Nazis and whatnot. But I think that started to backfire. I saw one public opinion poll, and you're going to be shocked by this, that Justin Trudeau, his personal popularity had fallen to 16%. Holy not 16, mackerel. 16. And you think Joe Biden is wrecking things. Trudeau's just been atrocious. But I think one of the reasons why this has fallen off the media is twofold. First of all, the Emergencies Act suddenly vaporized when Trudeau realized he was going to lose a vote. And then almost immediately, um, Ukraine and Russia uh, jumped to the front page. It was almost like right. the, the media all decided, oh, that's a more sexy story over there. So I think that those two things are, are why the truckers have fallen off the news stories. They have to a degree here in Canada, too, even though there's still people who have had their property seized, their trucks impounded uh, and forfeited so there's still the wreckage yeah. of the martial law but it's not as white hot anymore even up here in canada it's ezra levant he's the publisher of rebel news go and follow rebel news online on twitter everywhere else you can go to the website really great uh, great reporting of this entire thing so just so that i i understand the civics involved in canada um you can do the emergencies act which which um will temporarily stop some of the rights in the charter and But then you've got to go to the Senate, and they've got to agree with you to make it stick. Is that how it works? You have to go to both houses of our parliament, the House of Commons, which it passed handily because Trudeau has has a great control over that place, yeah. and the, the, the left-wing party, the Socialist Party, backed it. But the Senate in Canada is slightly more independent, and the, the one wrinkle is they're appointed for life. Wow. Until age 75. So they're no longer beholden to their party leaders. So they're a little bit more like the American Senate, where you see, say, Joe Manchin sometimes disagreeing with the president. The Canadian Senate is slightly more independent. They don't rely on Trudeau. They don't have to run for re-election. There's some people appointed to the Canadian Senate when they're 40. They have a 35-year term. And they start to think of themselves as untouchable, which they are. So these untouchable senators basically said, you know what? We're not going to go along with this. And Trudeau sort of panicked and dropped the whole thing. So 
the the Canadian Senate is quite undemocratic. Yeah. They're appointed for life, essentially. It's sort of ironic that the undemocratic House of our Parliament saved our democracy in a bit. Well, well, if you think about it, Ezra, they, they didn't have to worry about re-election. That's the thing. When you don't have to worry about being re-elected again, you can actually have free thought, I would imagine, although I don't yeah. like this whole lifetime appointment. Um, yeah. at, at last we spoke, you said in the provinces, the, the presidents, the prime minister, what, what are they called in the province? They're not governors. What are they called? They're premiers of the provinces, and a lot of They were going have, against him, right? They, they actually were going, don't worry about the vax mandate. Yeah, well, in fact, a number of them, because of the, I mean, and you can only credit it to the truckers. There's been no right. other countervailing force in Canada. So certainly not the media, um, certainly not the courts. The truckers deserve credit. I can't think of anyone else who would. It's not like New Zealand just had a high court ruling striking down the mandates. That's right. a very powerful court ruling. Um, you don't see that in Canada. The courts have been very timid. It's the truckers. And so you've seen provincial premiers. That's like our version of state governors. Right. They've backed down from the mandates. Now, not all of them. I got to tell you, it's still illegal for anyone who's unvaccinated to take a plane or train anywhere in Canada. Wow. And may I remind you, this is the second largest country in the world by geography. Imagine being banned from flying or taking the train or crossing the border. Really, that law remains on the books. That's a Trudeau law, that's a national law. And it's one of the most punitive in the world. In fact, I don't know of any other country that seriously forbids unvaccinated people from getting on a plane. And by the way, it's it's completely unscientific. Even the CDC here is admitting now, well, natural immunity is a whole lot better than, than vaccine or shot immunity. I don't know why Trudeau continues to do this other than he's a little dictator and he does love Chinese dictatorships. He actually said so. He envies yeah. them. He wishes that he could just press a button and say, I'm the boss of everybody. I'm going to fix the mm-hmm. economy now. So with that in mind, now that Canada knows who this guy is, and also, you know, there's a real balancing act when it comes to police. I'm a huge supporter of the blue. I think the police are doing a thankless job and they're doing an amazing job for us. But then I see your cops, there are the leaders anyway, not, not the, the, the front row guys, uh, the front line guys, but the leaders saying, we're going to find everybody who's on the videotape. We're going to financially punish them. We're going to take away their freedom if we can and lock them up for what they did. This is all illegal. And they were like proud of it. It was very strange. Whoever the guy was that I was watching, and I think you probably know better who it was, but he's out there saying, we're going to track you down via the videotape. We're going to uh, financially give you hardship. We're going to arrest you if you did something wrong. I mean, why was that the, the, the narrative they wanted to put out there when we know in this day and age, and I'd imagine it's happening north of the border too, um, there's a real give and take when it comes to supporting police? Yeah, um, you're talking about the chief of the Ottawa police. I should tell you that his predecessor was sacked just a week earlier, which tells me that his predecessor oh, wow. did not want to go full martial law. So this guy's a, this guy's a Trudeau ball. guy then, this guy who's in there now. Well, I mean, I presume because he was doing exactly what Trudeau wanted. And you're right, he made these bizarre threats. And again, none of that, I mean, seizing bank accounts is a very dramatic thing. Because let's say you have a dad who's a trucker yeah. and he's having a protest. Okay, you seize his bank account. Well, guess what? Now his wife and kids can't buy groceries, can't pay rent. The idea of collective punishment of an entire family is unknown in Canadian law. Right. The idea that this can be done simply by a police accusation as opposed to a trial is unheard of in Canada, but it's happening. And I have to say that the brutality in Ottawa was so shocking, by the police, I mean. Yeah. And I, I can't remember what day you and I spoke last, but... One of our reporters was literally shot 
by police, not with a bullet, but what, but shot by a, an anti-riot weapon, a, a canister of tear gas, shot at point blank range in her leg, and she was beaten with clubs three times. And I got to say, I, I just turned 50. For the first 40 plus years of my life, you'd never find anyone more police than pro-police than me. Back the blue every time, benefit of the doubt right. every time boost the budget every time. But then when I observed the kind of insane policing in Ottawa, beating up people, taking some sort of joy in it, there was some police WhatsApp group that leaked their messages. They were cheering on riot horses, stomping peaceful elderly protesters saying, that was awesome. We got to do one of them joked, you know, let them hear our jackboots. Now I know there's such a thing as gallows humor right. to deal with the stress. I get it. Right. But I, I do not recognize Canadian police. And I have to say 50 years, I was as back the blue as they come. I don't, you know, I would never, I would never say I'm anti-police, but I got to say, I, I, they broke that. They broke that in me, Joe. Well, I saw. I, I, I saw the video. I saw your reporter's video. I saw, and and she was saying that she's with the press. Not that that should. You know, okay, we won't beat her because she's with the press. They shouldn't be beating anybody because yeah. it was yeah. peaceful. Yeah. But um, you, you saw police officers with their billy clubs, just really put as hard as they could, knocking people to the ground, just mowing people over. We saw the woman on the mobility um uh, bike as well. Uh, the elderly yeah. woman who ended up in the hospital. We actually yeah. reported it as she died, but in our social media here at first. But thank God she didn't. But when it comes yeah. to the press, is it as hands-off as it is here? The press is allowed to cover. The press is allowed to question. The press is allowed to be skeptical. Um, and your reporter did nothing other than she was basically keeping a record of what she was watching. And she got I saw the, the leg wound. It's stunning yeah. that, uh, thank God, she wasn't hurt worse. But that projectile yeah. really did tear her leg up. So, I mean, is yeah. it normally like that there where the press is allowed to because they're the record keepers? Yeah, yeah, I mean, every Canadian has the same freedom of speech and, and freedom of the press doesn't apply just to journalists. Yeah. I mean, a journalist who's got a lanyard on saying press and clearly is marked as the press might be given extra deference uh, just as a policy. But every Canadian who's peaceful has the right to go on the public street and to film things in a public space. So our, I think our reporter was targeted and I have no uh, proof of this, but it's a speculation in last year's political campaign, that same reporter, Alexa Lavoie is her name, she asked Justin Trudeau the only tough question, the only embarrassing question in the entire uh, election debate in Canada. And Trudeau tried to keep her out. We went to federal court. They ordered our reporter in the room because Trudeau tried to have her banned. So we got a court order to get Alexa Lavoie into the debates. And then she asked him the only tough question in the whole evening. I have a speculation that he has carried a grudge against her for a year. Well, Ezra, and it, it would the, be quite a coincidence, wouldn't it, if it just so happened? Yeah. yeah. And and I'm really upset about it because in Canada, you mentioned how Trudeau owns the media. He literally does. He owns the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, which is larger than all other private media combined. And then those private media, he gives them an annual bailout. So he owns the CBC. He rents the rest of them. We are one of only maybe five companies in Canada that don't take the government bailout. So we're free to criticize. You can't criticize someone who pays you. No. You just can't. Not a chance. And even if you say you can, you're pulling your punches all the time. You're yeah. biting your tongue. 
It is uh, Andrew Levant. He he is the publisher of of Rebel News. No, you're right. You're completely right. They're all complicit. I've seen CNN Canada, who again they were they were stoking the flames of racism and white supremacy somehow. Uh, before I let you go, I'm almost out of time, and I want to have you on often. And, and I really appreciate uh, getting the perspective right there. You know, the point of view right there from Canada. What is the result now? Is the mandate gone? Can truckers come here, go back across, and not be quarantined? Um, and no. and and also, when is Trudeau up for re-election? And is there some sort of a process where you can get rid of him before that? If you if he chose to. The trucker mandate is still in effect. You wow. cannot cross the border. Um, the the no-fly uh, mandate, the no-train mandate, There's a, so there's a lot of bad things still going on up here. As far as getting rid of Trudeau, uh, the tradition is four-year terms. That was a parliamentary system, so it could happen sooner. He has a minority. He, he won government with only 32% of the vote. Oh, wow. He's being propped up in parliament by the socialists, which is sort of weird. You'd think they would be on the side of the working class, including the truckers. Right. So it's a, um, it could theoretically be an election any time if Trudeau loses the, the support of the socialists. But I think that he's going to have another four-year term. And who knows? Maybe people will cool off and change their mind. And maybe he'll eke out another win in, in four years. Remember, Trudeau's father, Pierre Trudeau, was prime minister for 16 years wow. through majority and minority government. So Trudeau Jr., maybe he knows how to win like his dad did. Well, hopefully 16% carries over and you guys can get somebody in there who actually cares about freedom and liberty. I was sickened, and I know that a lot of people here who love Canada, we were sickened by what you guys were going through. I can't believe the mandates are still on. Hopefully that's going to go away soon. I mean, even New York City is getting rid of the mandates because they know how stupid it is and how politically wrong it would be to continue it. They're going to be in deep doo-doo if they don't get rid of that. Uh, Ezra, thanks a million for coming on. I love the reporting you guys do. I watch it all the time. Do me a favor. Come back often, would you? Right on. Thanks, Joe. Ezra Levant, go and follow everything they do. Rebel News Online, uh, really an amazing outlet, an independent outlet in Canada. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Bag Show. Hey, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. It was great to have Ezra back on. He is, again, the um, the publisher of Rebel News Online. Make sure you go follow Rebel News everywhere. It's independent journalism in Canada like you're not going to get anywhere else. They've done a great job in covering this, this freedom trucker stuff. And um, for us, we're not getting a whole lot of it anymore at all because the complicit media here decided, well, we'll give Justin Trudeau some cover now and not and not cover that story anymore. That time was a pop culture. Whoop. Little pop culture, Paula, what's going on? So, uh, Kanye West has fired his third attorney. Now he's, uh, I guess, hiring a fourth. Is this for the divorce? What's it for? It, it's for the divorce, but it's it's because I guess there's a case coming up this week where Kim wants to be legally single, and then I guess they can do all the other stuff later on. And Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. You could be legally single before getting a divorce? Yeah, I guess because it makes you single where you can, I guess, live your life, and then they figure out all the financial stuff later. All right, there you go. That's Polo, that's Sam, that's Kerry. I'm Joe. We'll see you tomorrow, same time, same place. Have a great night. Bye.
This is the Joe Pegg Show.